Oh, I think that's the intro. Yo, episode two, Pep Talk. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. My mic's a little loud. Let me turn it down. So, episode one was great. We had Juan, great guy, amazing interview. He talked about his come up, um, his life as an artist, what he wants to achieve, you know, being an artist, and what he's already achieved. So, thank you to Juan. Also, of course, thank you to Persistence Culture for this amazing studio. Uh, they've been letting us use this studio, supporting the pep talk, supporting our, our movement. All right. So without further ado, let me get my claps on. We have, we have one of my best friends, been working together for over five years, been boys damn near over 17 years. Yeah. Everybody knows him. Everybody has heard of him. Everybody loves his music. Mr. Jordan Bo Harris. Man. I feel special now. <laughs> That's the nicest Pep's ever been. Ever, 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 ever. So for the people who don't know, Jordan and I have been doing security for over five years together. We yeah. are the dynamic duo. Jordan, even, what up? Even longer, a little longer. You think about Soho and Nobu. And then they split us apart. Remember, we're all mad. So a little longer. So we can just get into that right there. Yeah. So I think it was twenty. You and I started doing security together. Twenty four. I think it's like end of twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. So we yeah. both started here in Ventura County. I was actually working what it is now, Limon and Saul at downtown Ventura. It used to be. Um, Oh my gosh, what was it? Watermark. Watermark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you were working at Social, Social Tap, Tap. Mm-hmm. in at uh Pont, Ventura, California. Uh, yeah. Uh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then after that, uh that's when the story started. So mm-hmm. before we get into the come up of the bodyguard world, let us know where you're from. What do we gotta know about you? Shit. Just go at it. Okay. Well, when people ask me, like, where are you from? I'm like, South Oxnard. Let them know. I'm like, South, because it's two different places. People be like, I'm from Oxnard. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm from South Oxnard. It's different. Not that it's bad, but it's just like, when I grew up in, in uh, Oxnard, South Oxnard, like, is so much different. Like, you look at North Side, and it's like, that's the nicer side. Gotcha. You know, growing up on the South is like, if you, didn't, if you pass Oxnard College, that's like going close to North. I was deep. Like, my one of my addresses is South Rose Avenue. Damn. Yeah, there's a dead end of Rose. That's where I lived. Yeah, and people are like, I never heard. I'm like, see? But, um, yeah, grew up at uh, in Oxnard. Um, went to China Islands High School. Um, Ventura College, which that's when I, I kind of met Pep. I knew him a little longer. I just remember... The, the shooter from Buena High School. Back I used to day. give him buckets in so, high school. Let him let it be known. I used to give him buckets uh, in high school. We used to be Hoopers back in the day. <laughs> Pep used to just have that shot. He just spot up. I was like, who is this dude? <laughs> yeah, so um, grew up, uh, went to China Islands High School, and after went to Ventura College. And that's when me and him really, really started kicking it, right, around that time. Ventura College? Yeah, that's actually because I was a year older. Year so older, you yeah. came in when you were a freshman. I was a sophomore, mm-hmm. and we got close but then, remember, I broke my hand. You broke your hand. Yeah. I was actually talking to somebody about that story. Yo, that was the craziest. That was the craziest event. I worked so hard that summer, and then 
during a scrimmage, mm-hmm. I dove for the ball. And people were on top of you. And people just... were on top of me. And all of a sudden, I got up and my pinky was literally... It was like so deformed. It was like, what's that... Uh, What's that movie? Uh, scary movie when he's like, my jersey, oh, yeah. my jersey. That joint was throwing up gang signs. It was on the other <laughs> side. Of it. I was like, you just got up. He was like, oh, everybody was like, oh, no. Yeah. I thought it was Mark that came. I think it was Mark or Tyler, yeah. the VC athletic trainer. And like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, shit. And I started like laughing about it. I'm like, haha, like it's funny. Yeah. Because I, like, oh. I, I was in shock. Yeah. And then I forgot. I don't even remember how I got to. The hospital. Oh, did you end up going? Yeah, I ended up going to the hospital. They took me, and then that's when they were like, "Yo, you, you broke your, you broke pretty much, you broke your pinky, you broke your, like, outside yeah, part I can of your see hand." Because it was far. That joint was far. Oh yeah, look at my, my my pinky doesn't go straight up because it still pops. Yeah. I never let it heal all the way. Yeah. That, no, I remember the next week you tried to tape, or like two weeks later you tried to tape it. Yeah. And you were still shooting and stuff. Was it? Is your shooting hand? It was my shooting hand. And you're still shooting. And it was like, like literally like this. And then they were finding like, bro. Yeah. Because it was like pink and black, but they were just, you know, ball was life back in the day for me. So VC, and then you ended up getting a a basketball scholarship to where? Uh, Montana State University Northern. It's a small school. It's NAI D1 uh, division one school. Um, It's like literally, it's, it's, I don't know if you say North Central, because it's literally, it's all the way at the top. Of Canada, but yeah. dead in the middle, if that makes sense. Yo, before we start getting to that, let these people know you weren't just like a a basketball player; you were a hooper. What What did you average in high school? What did you okay. average? At hey, we let, really want to get into this. I'm to, I'm tr- yo, come on. Right. So in high school, it's funny because in high school, the the you know going to CI, I wasn't that tall, but out of everybody else, I was. Yep. So I'm playing against dudes like Omandi and, and and Danny Rasp, all these dudes that are like six eight, six seven, eight oh five legends right there. Yeah, and I'm six three. But my coach... Oh, James uh, Ennis. You were hoping against James, James Ennis. James, yeah. And then um, I'm, I'm only like 6'3 at the time, but I just had... I had that Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> I had that... I had that, that uh, horrible comparison. I know, I know, I know. But, hey, no. Nah, but Draymond was uh, hooping when he was uh, at uh, Michigan. He, yeah, he was He hooper. was hooping. I would say a little similar. I would say a little, you know. I, I, I just... I just... I just really knew how to use my body and my length because I had really long arms. Pause. Yeah, it's just pause that. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I was the tallest dude. So I was I was a big man. Everybody's like, "Would you play like a, a, a small forward shooting guard?" I was like, "I wish, bro." Like, I I had to play against all the big dudes, yep. and then I learned how to like use my body and maneuver. And once I started kind of like dunking, I was like, "Oh, it's a wrap." Yep. Yeah. So I uh, I. In high school, my 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 junior year, I was on varsity my sophomore year, but barely played. Um, sophomore year, I mean junior year, I was a starter. That's when I played against guys like Danny Rasp because they're a year older and like Omandi. For the but, people who were listening to it here in Ventura mm-hmm. County, who was your like arch rival? Like when you, you were like, "Yo, I got to show out because I'm playing against so and so." Yeah, who was that? Mine. Yeah, mine was when I was Omandi. I was like, I never forget. I got like a board and a put back against him. He was like. That's oh, nice, boy. Like, good job. And I'm like, oh, he said something to me. I'm saying, dog. Because he was that good, bro. He yeah. was that good. And and I just, like I said, I just knew how to use my body. And then I, I became, a, you know, I worked hard. I started lifting weights, you know, to, to an extent. Slight. Slight. Like, yeah. you know, I started, I was benching 135 like a bunch of times and stuff. But uh, I started, I started knowing how to use my body. And then, and then when you have confidence and then you have, 
you have a terrible team too. Like yep. not, not in a terrible way, but um, and it played against guys like D Pinkert. Oh, D Pinkert. <laughs> he's about to be on the, the pep talk. Uh, and he's probably gonna talk. His he's shit. gonna talk his shit. Oh, I mean, yeah. hey, hey, before D gets on here, <laughs> D was top five high school player in our in our in our in our county in the last like. 25 30 years it's just the facts i can't yeah, I, I, got, I gotta be honest dog like wasn't he, he averaging like 40 at one point yeah he, bro he dropped he dropped 40 on us on you tw- twice not hey, i didn't just to relax okay <laughs> d was a point guard <laughs> oh, that's a horrible one i'm still learning the boards i'm still learning the boards oh, no, what's, what's, what's uh oh yo you got it what you got to do is for the next episode you have to throw in that clip of me saying that and i want to see his reply he'd be like oh yeah i'll give you 40 bro <laughs> <laughs> D was nice. D was yeah. nice. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, going back to that, I just learned how to use my body and understand that that like it, size pause is not the, is not, <laughs> is not the uh, is not uh, is not a factor when you can use different ways and use leverage and yeah. understand how to use your body. And uh, I was I did that really well. So my junior year, I was I was um, second team all league. Because we were terrible. Yeah. But I put up like 12 and 10. But my my senior year, I put up 15 and 15. Double, double. You know, double, double. Steady, double. you know. I wasn't a crazy score, you know. But it wasn't until I got to Ventura Causes when so I So did you I, have athleticism like like you could jump out the gym like a, I don't know, who can jump out? Of, like, could you, could you have athleticism like Giannis or were you just like an athlete like Zach Randolph? No, I no, I had balance. I had a little balance. I didn't have that exact. So who who would you compare your 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 hoop game to? Whether <laughs> whether it be old school hooper or new school hooper in the NBA. Man, that's tough. Because you definitely had way more balance than Draymond Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Even, I just. I. I don't know. My balance was weird though. I think you couldn't jump off one foot. You were better. You were better off two feet, right? Yeah, I jumped off one. I was oh, jumping did? off one. Like especially my my second year of college, I was just tomahawking throwing off one, but. I just like jumping from two because it was more of a flex to kind of just like yeah because you were known as just cock back cock back dunk so like and being that small and you doing that people are like you know yeah. so I would say damn you gotta I mean people would say my shoot I mean, the way I shot remember people say I shot like Carlos Bluzer you're right I yep. had that like because it was super cock they wrote a whole article on like it I was like I was like I like Carlos Bluzer but this is not a flex <laughs> <laughs> I was like bro this is not a flex yep. at all. Um, but I would say, I don't know, probably like, uh, that's a hard one. I don't know. That's our, like, uh, Chris Middleton in a way. I know it's random. He just won a championship, but I can see that, you know, like yeah. we have the same kind of, uh, body type in a way. And he's also like, he can, like, he's like a sneaky hooper. Like he can, yeah. he can jump out of nowhere. He that's can go baseline my and game dunk was, on you. That's how my game, it was kind of sneaky, um, I've dunked on a few people, but I've got my, I got my, 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 my. You've been dunked on? Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I've been there too. Cause I'm, you know, I'm smaller and I'm like, I'm not going to let like, you know. Yeah. But I've, I've, I've threw, I've threw some, some, some stuff uh, on some bigger dudes, but for the most part, yeah, I got, you know, being my size and, you know, going against dudes that big, it's just like, you're bound to get caught a few times. And I was, and I wasn't too prideful. I was like next play type guy, whatever. I got dunked on. Uh, you know, other people are like, oh, and they let the momentum shift the whole game. I wasn't like that because, like, mentally being that much smaller, I knew it was going to happen. So you just had to go next play mentality. Exactly. You know? Which is tough, man. You got to swallow your ego on that one. Yeah. But, yeah, I say Chris Milton's like, the closest. Dope. 
So after uh, so after Ventura College, you ended up going to you said Montana, Montana State University, Northern. And then wait, we're, wait, we're gonna skip my Ventura College accolades. Oh, Hold let on, him know that. No. So then I, after after I was uh, my senior year of college, I mean high school, I was first team all county for uh, MVP MVP of the Pacific View League, co MVP with Derek Shutt. Oh, Derek Shaw was a hooper. Yeah, Derek Shaw was a hooper, and it was it was kind of controversial because a lot of coach, uh, a few coaches were upset. Our players were upset because my team was a third place, and and but I was putting up numbers. Yeah, that's and they, and they were like, oh, he should be in first place to be MVP. So they gave the co MVP to Derek Shaw, which he deserved because he was a great, yeah, great player. But I think that if I if our team was in first and I. Um, was putting up the numbers I was putting up in league. I averaged sixteen and twelve, I think, in um, out of league. But you're still do- averaging double double. Yeah, but in league is when I really upped it up. Um, and then I was first team all Western Conference. You know, just flex. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> late, late. No, that was a horrible one. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna need you to. I'm, I'm gonna need you to memorize these buttons because he's like this a late one. It's like oh. <laughs> it's like, that was good. That was dreamy. It was dreamy. Yeah. So. Yeah, Hunter. What do you think about the studio? This one. Yeah. Amazing. Yo, shout out to Persistence Culture. Thank you guys. Putting the ad in right here. Persistence Culture is the best gym in Ventura County. If you guys are in Ventura County, I want to train. Ooh, Jordan wants to train. Let's Can do I it. Come? I heard. I learned a lot about you guys. You guys we should. We should train, and we should do a video, a workout video. Yeah. We should. Do, we should edit the video to make it look like I'm good because I that my cardio is. I mean, my cardio is okay. You're right good, now. but they're gonna be like, "Yo, climb a climb a rope." That's wild. They had me do that. Yeah, it no, was wild, I've, but I've it was seen, cool though. It's it's good. It's a good. It's a good active workout. It's good to test your skills um, against like against. You it's know, good being uncomfortable. One hundred percent. Exactly. So persistence culture has that. If you guys are in Ventura County, check mm-hmm. them out. Appreciate you guys with the studio. Now going back to you, first team all league. You get a scholarship. First off. I had a bunch of, I had a lot of offers. But here's the big thing, because I know growing up on the south side of Oxnard, it ain't fucking paradise at all by any means. I know your backstory, you got in hundreds of fights and not that you were a bad kid, but you know, you had to, you had to take care of yourself. Yeah. So all of a sudden, after all these years playing ball, you you get scholarships. What did that mean to you? What did that mean to your pops? What did that mean to... It meant a lot, bro. Like for me, just seeing teams like... I've had I, I had a lot of NAIs, but I had you know like I had one or two Division One schools. One Division One school that was interested and in, was trying to give me a partial scholarship was Eastern Washington. That was big for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think the crazy thing is I think Eastern Washington wanted James Ennis really bad, and they saw I had a similar game in a way. James James's game is way leveled higher than mine, but they saw me as like a bootleg version. For the people who don't know James Ennis, he's a NBA player, plays for the Orlando Magic, going yeah. on his 10th? Just about. 10th year, that's man. My, that's the dog right yeah, there. Yeah, he's the big homie. Like, I, I, I'm I, getting off subject, but I'll never forget the time. It was me, James, after AAU um, practice. Well, you, I, how old are you guys? Uh, we were both juniors in high school, and uh, it was the summer. We were about to be seniors. I I, uh, I would drive. Jay lived on the avenue, mm-hmm. and I lived, uh, I was still on the side side at the time. And um, I would, you know, pick them up to go places. We'll go play and hoop and stuff and then go in tournaments. And 
I had that Malibu. Remember? Yep, yep. The yeah, Malibu yeah. with the uh, blown blown out speakers. Yeah, the blown out. It had D would say no no bass, all trouble. All trouble. <laughs> that was the that that car was actually the the car that Jordan introduced me to Drake. Drake. Ah. <laughs> you, you would play. You would play. Uh, what, what was the mixtape called? Uh, so far, is it so far gone? So far gone. Yeah. Right. No, 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 no. What's the one? What's the best no, I ever had? No, 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 no. Before that, what's what's the one where it's like autumn or it's like fallout and you got the Tim's in the saying. park? That's that's a. Uh, that's November's very, something very own. No, nope. October's, October's very, very October's own. Yeah, October's yes, very. that's the joint. That's wild. And I was like, "Oh, this is hard. This is sing rap. <laughs> this is hard." He was singing and stuff. We're like, "Yeah, you're like, yeah." Little Wayne found him. I'm like, "Yo, this shit." You were the first person to put me on dedicate. Was it dedication three? I probably. And yeah, the, because I, I was, I was the only. I, I was strictly Wayne. Strictly Wayne. Yeah. I can't feel my face. Dedications, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. So you would, you would, so you would pick up James, and you guys would just drive around. Um, yeah, taking up with, you know, I'd pick him up for practice or, or, or we'd go, you know, we'll go hoop or whatever. He'll, we'll hoop at like, a um, what's the joint on the Avenue? West, West Park, West, West Park, Park yeah. you know what I mean? And me and James played really well together because like he was quick and he taught me a lot. He taught me to like kind of use my body in ways, like use my length, how tall I am, my arms are long. Like I said, he's taller and he had more bounce than I did, but he kind of taught me how to like use my body. Like yeah, he was using his body and, um. Yeah, I never forget the time I was taking him home, and then I think it was me, him, and Randy Vines. <laughs> Shout out Randy Vines. Yeah, it was me, him, and Randy Vines, and then Oxnard PD. Oxnard PD, <laughs> and my my car starts overheating. Yeah, and then it just stops, and I'm like, oh. And then Randy's like, oh, it's all good. I got you. This is what my daddy usually does. So he pours a jug of water on top of the uh, on top of that the, is. That's the old school move. Yeah, but then I I told my and it cooled down. It actually yeah. worked. Um, I get home and I told my dad what I did. He was like, "No, fool, you don't do that. You can crack the, you can crack the. Uh, I can't even remember what it's called. Um, you can crack something in in the car. In the engine, yeah, yeah." And I was like, "I don't know. It worked though. <laughs> like I'll never forget that. And Damn. we were stranded for like an hour and some change, but it worked. Uh, my car started running. Shout out to Malibu. I miss it. The Malibu man. That's miss that thing. So going back to it again, man. And I know we went off topic because we were talking about James, but the scholarship." Yeah. So yeah, I had a couple scholarships. I'm I'm uh, I was terrible in school. I was bad. It just I mean, you think you you think you would have kept on going to school if it wasn't for basketball? No, I probably no, I wouldn't have. Yeah. There's just no. There's nothing that gave me gave me like hope in school. I didn't yeah, like to purpose. It. It purpose. Low key, same like, here. To be honest, I, yeah. That would suck to say it. Now I'm looking back at it, I'm like I should have just done it. Like, but no. If I wasn't doing basketball, I would have got a job and. Which thank God, being at Montana, culture shock. Culture shock. I was gonna say you were born and raised here in California. Mm-hmm. You have one season here, and that's fucking damn near summer, twenty four seven, three sixty five here. And now you have all the seasons over there. Mm-hmm. How was how, how was that for you? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I mean it was good because I learned a lot about myself. But that was by far. As like an adult, as being yeah, like looking was, back at it now, that was that was the most that was the toughest time ever in my life. Like I was mentally screwed. I, I if it wasn't for a lot of my teammates, I mean people I met there, like uh, shout out to Lamont Myers, Joe, um, Devin Jackson, like we all we all from different areas, um, but we stuck together, and you know we're we're all we're all from California except 
Devin was from um, Colorado, but that was tough. You know what I mean? And like, it was hard because we were in a small town, 10,000 people, maybe. Jeez. And we're in the middle of nowhere, you know? Um, there is no, there is no, can't go to a Ruth Chris or Mastro's or like, you know, obviously you won't be eating that in, in college anyway, but there wasn't anything like that. There was just McDonald's, there's one McDonald's and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, it was, and it was cold year round. Jeez. And then in the summer when it started to get a little hot, it was raining. It, it was, was like humid. Thing. Yeah. It was the wildest thing. So that was the toughest time in my life. And it was tough because one, I didn't play a lot. Yep. Um, and two, I was in this, this, this place that I, I, you know, I never been to Montana, you know? Yeah. It seems like also too, like when they're recruiting you, it seems like, oh, it's paradise, paradise. Oh my god! Then you get there and you're like, damn, this is, this is it. 100%. 100%. And I, and I wanted to leave. I, I was trying to, I knew some people, um, a guy that was recruiting me that knew the coaches at Biola and they were looking at me my sophomore year. Mm -hmm. I was trying to transfer to Biola. And didn't happen, and luckily I stayed because I made so many great friendships, and I was able to to learn a lot about myself. But that first year was rough. It was terrible. It was so cold. Um, I was coming off a knee injury when I tore yep. my meniscus, so I I, I literally played the whole year of my second my sophomore year on a torn meniscus and never got it repaired or scope. I was back playing within two weeks because it wasn't terrible, but. You know, that's why I have knee problems now because I didn't really take care of the problem I should have. And going out there was just hard because it was so cold. My knee was swelling up always. We had early 5 a.m. practice. And I'm just, I wasn't able to keep up with everybody, yeah. you know. And that, I think that's what, what uh, I kind of went through a little like, you know, slump and like a depression in a way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because but I mean, like, but also, too, you got to remember, that's too. That's all I knew was basketball. And also, too, you, you being 18, 19, man, that's also being homesick as well. Yeah. So that's rough. By the way, usually we have during the episode, we have alcoholic beverages, but Jordan and I, we just got done working out and I'm over here drinking a gallon of water and Mr. Bougie himself is drinking Starbucks right here. He's drinking a caramel frappuccino and he just got done eating uh, eggs and crackers or whatever the Starbucks. I need a sponsorship, Starbucks. How much do I go to Starbucks? A lot. Okay. I'm just saying. That year, you and I, we didn't see each other for like three, four years. Yeah. And I remember seeing Jordan again. This is years down the line. We were probably like, I think Jordan was celebrating his 23rd or 4th birthday. Probably. Oh, at the Q Club. At the Q Club. <laughs> Shout out to Q Club in Austin. You randomly came. Because well, D, D was like, yo, he, uh, Jordan's back in town. And I was yeah. like, all right, say less. We'll go. And I remember seeing Jordan, mind you guys, in high school and even in junior college, Jordan's 6'5", but he's like maybe 160 pounds soaking wet. So all of a sudden when I see him, he's out here filling out a double XL jersey. And I'm like, yo, what did you do? How'd you get so swole? And he gave me his regiment. And I was like, I need to start working out with you. And literally that next morning, he told me, meet me at the gym at 5 a.m. Get a... Back, not a back brace. What is it called? The, uh, <laughs> what the fuck is it called? Uh, 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 a belt, like those belts. Like the weight belts, the like the ones belts. that we use for squats. Yeah. And he's like, and also get, get wraps, like hand wraps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, believed him. But anyways, it yeah. It worked. It worked. It worked. I was on some prison shit. 
<laughs> some CT Fletcher shit. I know. That's all I watched. So then we, we that's that right there for 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 years. No, for like a whole year, we just got super big, and then. You got big, bro. I got big, but I, I also remember seeing pictures of you and Kristen like on vacation, and you were know, all like, "I was so big, dog. We were big, but we, but we." But the good part about that that's is my, that's why my joints are terrible. Same right here. That's why it's like it's like we're going back in time, like trying to like reverse, stretch, yeah, stretch everything out and mm-hmm. stuff. But I think that worked out perfect because when we started getting bigger, right, and you came back from college, I came back from college. Mm-hmm. You were coaching and you were also working for the school district as a paraeducator. Yep. And I was working for the school district as well as a substitute teacher. And I was coaching at Santa Paula. You and I would still work out. And then moving on to a next year, next year later, I started working at Cost Pacifica. Yeah. And then you were like, yo, let's, you started doing security as well. Yep. So now the security story comes in. You're working at Social Tap. Mm-hmm. I'm working at Watermark. We're both like 245 pounds of muscle. Yeah. And then Jordan gets recruited first to go work. Big Lou, shout out to Big Lou. Big Lou to go work at these, what we thought, and it still is, a high-end security job. Yeah. I mean, it was high-end when we were there. <laughs> it, it, not, not even like... No, but it, it, it was. Yeah. So So... So we, this is the thing, me and you started the wave of people from 805 going to. Facts. It's not a diss. Facts. It's not a diss. It's not a diss. It's just we, being honest. Yeah, that's how, that's, it was a domino effect. Mm-hmm. So you got hired on to work for uh, pretty much a private security company. Then Jordan being, being my homie was like, yo, I got a guy who, who can, who can, who can do this as well. I remember they didn't want to hire me. Yeah, but the, the, they the, didn't want to hire the me because the funniest story. Yeah, the, I gotta tell it. The funniest story is I sent it because I, bro, I'm already like a month in, and I'm like, oh, let me get my boy. Like, you know. Yep. And then, and then I sent, um, I sent him. He's like, if you have any friends, you know, they, you know, well cut and clean cut and mature, blah blah blah. I was like, yeah, I got a dude. Sent him all your stuff. You sent me your ID. You sent me all your information. Sent it over. Email it to him. No reply. Then, then, then. Uh, you kept hitting me about it. I'm like, all right, let me give it time. Let me hit him again. I hit him like a couple weeks later. Then he's like, hey, man. He hit me. He's like, I mean, just like, you know, he's doesn't, he looks like one of those gangster types. Like, like, and so, I was like, what do you, I was like, what do you mean? I'm so, like, cause back then I used to shave my head. I used to literally, his do, I, I used to do a no clip. I used to shave my head. So he he definitely uh, no, but you didn't have a shave head at yeah, the time. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. No, it was your ID picture. That's what I'm saying. It was no, a but you head. at the time didn't look like that. Yeah, but my ID did. Yeah, so your he, ID did. So he definitely uh, I fit the stereotype as like whatever the fuck he thought that I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm hot now. Yeah, I'm yeah, hot. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but luckily Jordan was like, man, just take just just interview him. And, and luck- then you met him, and he's like, oh, yeah. He was like, oh, okay, this guy's actually a good guy, and he fits. He he knows what he's doing. So it was it was the picture because it was like young, you look young. Yeah, I think I, had, I think I had, was like seventeen. Yeah. My ID was like 17. so. I think that's what he was going off of because I was like, what do you? I mean, look at his credentials of like who he's worked with. You worked at Cost Pacifica. Yep. Like that's uh, uh, like a place to where you have to always be on your toes. Plus, I was bilingual. bilingual. I was doing all that. Yeah. Fuck him. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. I was hot. Yeah. I was hot. But that was that was the chap. So now we're moving on to. The Nobu's and the Soho Nights. So, for people who don't know what Nobu is, Nobu is 
a high-end sushi restaurant. But, I mean, shit, when we went there, when we got hired there, that was, like, the who's who to be there. That's when Future came out with that song, Nobu, Nobu, yeah, Nobu, yeah, Nobu. Yeah, March yeah, Madness, yeah. that March was the album. Ma- March Madness, all that, yeah. Yeah, so Jordan and me, if it wasn't Jordan working, it was me working. You know, we obviously there was other guys who were working, and yeah. now a lot of the guys who were working, but there, we were the ones requested. We were always requested because we were like we were the bigger ones, and we were the younger ones, and we knew we, we knew, knew how, how to speak to people and, and de- de-escalate situations. Exactly, we definitely had knew how to just how to make our how to make the situations a lot easier without obviously backing down, but also not getting into like any type of violence. Yeah. But I mean, that was, I mean, man, I know. Bro, I was, I was I'll say who's what, what? What was your roster? Just oh, off jump meeting? No, of just like who you worked, the nights you were there, who were you working like, like one on one, like personal security? Because I know my roster was crazy. I remember. I, remember. I mean, I, I uh, Courtney. Courtney, who? Kardashian. Ooh, Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, we have all the pictures, all the things. I w- that was the coolest thing because it's like the, the thing about, you know, you'd post a picture about it, but like it's a flex, but also it's like. We're not like these other people. We don't just like, oh, I was next to this person. I when we were both similar, we don't we don't speak if they don't if they don't want you to speak to them. We we get our job done. We don't try to get we we're not like fans. We work and get the job done. And I think that's what a lot of high end celebrities liked about us when we were there. Yeah, we, we didn't fan out and be like, oh my god, so and so's there. They liked how we were all so professional and we always did our job. And then at the end of the night, if they said something to us, oh, thank you, we'd be like, oh, yeah, no problem. Whether, you know? whether they say something or a tip or yeah. sometimes they, 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 they'd request us, us the next time. Exactly. So I remember like, I also remember too, during that time, that was 2014, right? Um, 2015, like. 2015? Yeah. 2015 is when we did that full year. That was the full year. And I mean, what was crazy about that is not only were we like putting in the work, but we were getting in a lot of, I hate, we were getting a lot of, a lot of paparazzi was there at the time. Yeah. And so we were getting great content, great pictures, great pictures. And it just worked for it. Worked it worked for us. Yeah, yeah. Because now, now when people look at our resume or they look at our social media, all of a sudden they're like, okay, these, these, these guys know their shit. They fit the mold. And all of a sudden, you know, we have, you know, we're, we're working and walking out with whether it be Kardashians, whether it be Kanye's, whether it be, Simon Cowell, NBA players, this and that. So I remember we were doing that for a, few, for a year, a year, year and a half. That in Soho. Yes. And oh, yeah. And then Soho, um, same thing. Very high, very much more private. There's no paparazzi, nothing like the, the client, the, the high end clients will be up there and they do their thing. That wasn't my vibe. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it, it wasn't was, my vibe it at all. It wasn't the vibe. But because I, they wanted you to be a scare, they wanted us to be scarecrows in a way. Yeah, that's the thing about about us, is, which is not bad. Which is not bad, but at the same time, something's too, happening. I want to be able to to de-escalate her, and they were like, "Don't, <laughs> no, don't put hands on nobody." Mm-hmm. But, uh, bro, I gotta bring it up. I gotta bring it up. Huh. The Soho Soho night. Which one? The night that you. And Tyrese. Oh yeah, I got. <laughs> I forgot about that. We, Jordan and I were working one night. Oh, you Soho. were there. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. That's why I'm like, bro. I, it's <laughs> so, funny because I've seen him around. Like when I was at like uh, what it, uh, Joey. Like I've yeah. seen him a few times. So I just every year at Soho, they'd have a CAA party. Yeah, and so we were Jordan and me were always asked to. To work it, to to run it, and so obviously you know they hire 
some other like security contractors, but Jordan and I, we would, we would work it personally. And I just remember Jordan come up to me and he was like, man, Tyrese tried to put hands on me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can you believe this? Bro? Because it was me and you working at first. Yep. And, and then they replaced you because they wanted to put you somewhere else. Right. Yeah. And then I was working with this guy from like Gavin and Becker, this little small guy. And he was nice. Very, very, but, but people were trying to get their way with him. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he walked up and like try to walk through me. And I was like, Hey man, like, you know, I know, obviously know who the guy is. And it's just like, but I have, I have a, we both have like a rule. We have a rule to it's like, I get that you're so-and-so and, and you, you want to, you know, but you can't, you're not going to play me. Exactly. Like that's and just it, my rule. Like I'm not even trying to be like, Oh, I got in an argument with this person. That's cool. Cause he's, I'm like, no, I, I have a, a job to do. And then you're not going to play me. I don't care. And you're, and, and, and when it comes to like intimidating me, like, bro, you're not like, that's not going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? And those, so it's and laughable. Those are, and yeah. And we talked about it too. There's also like a, there's a distance. Like you're only allowed to get this personal close. space. Yeah. Personal space. You're only allowed to get this close. And then after that, then, you know, it, it, it results into something else. Yeah. So he was getting hot. He, he was, was getting, getting hot. hot. You weren't letting him in the club. He wasn't get, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's so, so there was literally, there was a fire marshal. That would walk up to the door I was at because we were inside, but there's this one room, um, specific room that all everybody was there. Will Smith, uh, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman all these, Vaughn, all, I remember that. Like, night. All these people, and they're all in there, but you have to wait till four or five people leave to other people can go inside this room. And Tyrese act like I was invisible. He tried to walk through me, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I, I did it." Like, "Oh, sorry." Like, if I bumped into him, oh, you know, trying to, I'm uh, apologizing. He's just like. Like, nah, bro, like, what you doing? Like, trying to scoot me yeah, over. Yeah, he trying to bark at you. Yeah, and, but try to, so I, you know, I always do the, the push at the hips. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, especially, bro, I'm, I'm, two, I'm 250, 260 at the time. Yep. You know, so I'm like, it's laughable that I'm like, all right, bro, back. And then at that point when I'm upset, I'm not going to be like, oh, I just a mental note. Like, all right, I don't fuck with you. Like, and I don't know the guy personally. Uh, I, you know, he's still an amazing actor, musician. It is what it is. But nah, bro, not today. You're not going to play me. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it was just funny. He stormed off because I, I kind of pushed him out. And I just told him, like, a personal space. And the dude that was working with me, wide-eyed, he was like, oh, I can't believe he touched Tyrese. Yeah, I can't believe kind of it. Like, and I'm like, bro, what job? Where did you it's come a, it's from? It's a job, man. It's, it's a like, job. And it's not. And like I said, I wasn't trying to do what I did to him to, like, be tough about it. Or like, yeah, yeah, I did that. But I was just like bro, like, please give me personal space. I'm doing my job and that's, I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. you know, at the end of the day. And then obviously, finally people leave and then he walks through and just like looking at me like, <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, go ahead. Like, <laughs> I'm like, go back to Fast and Furious, yeah, man. Bro. Shit. It was, it was just a lot. I was just like, bro, bro. Sweet like, lady. That song is fire. I don't that care. song is fire, yeah. R&B. I don't care. No, I was just like, man, I, I just hate when people try to, try to, it, just because who you are, it doesn't matter to me, bro. Like I don't yeah, care. I like, think I think sometimes that's bad. I have to I have to readjust and be like I have to give people a little more. I I, I respect everybody, but I kind of have to sit back and be like, all right, I, I'll take this L for you to feel better. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, because but lot, I wasn't doing that <laughs> then. Hell especially no. back in the, back in those times, we were we were the help. We were the we help. help. We 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 were we were just like a fly on the wall. You know, we we were the intimidators. Just stand there and look look tough and. Don't say shit. But now I wanted to move forward. Once we did that year, I remember, I don't know, was it you or me that got the call from Nolan 
to work the uh, the the curry the curry family party. So Nolan hit me up. And Nolan did right. Yeah, and so people don't know Nolan Smith. He'll be on here eventually one day. He's been our friend for years. Was your your basketball teammate in college? Yeah. My basketball teammate in high school. He's also super duper Kyle out of Ventura County. He's his uh manager as well. But he called you. Hit me up. And so, you know, when we, you know, obviously he's like, I need a bunch of guys. Obviously, it's me and you. And then we figure out who else. So he hit me and then gave me a little information. And then I was like, all right, here, Pep. (laughs) Yeah, but but just a second. I remember this. I remember this. I was like, I'm in. Pep's going to figure it out. Cause that's that's just Pep's role is the Pep is like the, uh, the logistics guy, the, logi- the yeah. manager. Like he likes to because it feel, he makes feels more comfortable when he's the me. I'm just like throw me in the situation, we'll get it done, all good. Yeah, and I would just you know, but I'm, that's why we work well together because I'm I'm just like the fucking type. And Pep's like, wait, hold on, what are we doing? What are we doing before we do? That? So I was like, so I was like, Nolan, all right, sounds good. I'm gonna read here's Pep. Like, and yeah, and that's the thing is I knew I picked one person. It was Manu, and you picked all those other guys. Yep, because I had worked with other guys back yeah. in a. Back when I was doing like the Taco and Tequila Festival mm-hmm. back here in Matera, I just remember Nolan saying, We need like seven people, seven security, and it's going to be for the Curry family, meaning like Seth and Steph Curry. And it was, it was, a uh, it was Seth's birthday, birthday yeah. at the time. So that was like 2015. And I mean, Jordan and, and me, we had done the Nobus, the Sohos, but we've never actually ran a security. Like team, no, no. So we, we just were, ran. And when, sorry, when we were at, like, even at Nobu, they would they had like some of the Fourth of July parties and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, you run the security there for whoever you're working with, but not as big as what we were doing there. And also, too, like, if it was if we were running everything, literally, it would just be you and me, mm-hmm. like running, like like you you handle it or I handle it, and then we just talk it out. But now we're talking about bringing in like seven other guys. So we had to figure out like, man, okay, we got to get radios. We got to get uh, earpieces. And I remember asking the security company that we were working for. I was like, hey, can I borrow like seven radios and da, da, da. They were hot. But they, he's like, because it's more like, why didn't you hit us up? Yeah. So we but, but, at the, but at that time, man. yeah, at that time, Jordan and I, we had, we had done, you know, we, we put in our time working for a company. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's try to run this on our own. So we, we got, we got a couple guys, uh, they came on. We went there either the day or day earlier or earlier that day and kind of just did a walkthrough. This house was humongous. It was remember on top of the hill yeah. in like Beverly Hills. Yeah. And I remember we, we got it figured out. Jordan was handling business. I was handling business. The Curry family was there. Uh Super Duper Kyle was there. Uh who else was there? Shout out Devante. Javante, That's when we met Devante. Yeah, Javante. Devante was there. He's a dope ass rapper. Yeah. Um who else was there? Obviously, the Curry family was there. Danny Green was there. Yeah. So we were. So you and me were handling that night. It was getting. It was getting busier. Oh, you know who was there? That boxer, uh, Donito. Donito. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the Filipino boxer. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Jared Jack was there. Jared, Jared Jack was there. Uh, You're right, the NBA player. There was there was actually a lot of people we didn't see because our our main focus. Was me and Pep were were like doing personal for them throughout the party. Yeah. So we were walking around with Steph. We were walking around with his, with, his uh, mom, his mom and family. And then our other guys were just kind of roam. We had a couple guys roaming the party to make sure there's no one fighting or like. Did Ray J show up? 
Yeah. Ray J. Ray J. And, 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 and I forgot what, about the dude from uh, ATL. Uh, 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 what is? No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, Esquire. Esquire. I don't. What's his, I don't know his real name. <laughs> I forgot his real name. I'm sorry. I forgot his real name. But uh, as he went by Esquire in ATL. Yeah. I forgot about. I that. just. Remember, you know why? Because I remember at the end of the night. And DJ, you know, DJ Ski was there. DJ was Ski was there. there. Yeah. And the reason why I remember that night. Well, look at the reason why I brought I brought up the story was because that was when you met little J. I met little J. But before I get into that story, the reason why I I remember that night so like like it was yesterday was because that was the first time that we did private security. We did it for Steph Curry, Seth Curry. We did it for family and literally they treated us like normal people. Oh, 100%. They were, nice. the, they were the best family. They were like, yo, you good? You need anything? Um, that whole party was That whole party crazy. was cool. I remember uh, Steph Curry walking up the hill, and he was walking down, and I was like, man, like at the end of the night, everything's going good. And he knew that like I was a fan. And I remember saying, I remember before I could even ask him, he was like, yo, you want a picture? Yeah. And remember, it was you and me. Yeah. We were outside and, and Steph was like, yo, come, come take this picture. And bro, we got a picture with Steph Curry. And I it, got all of them. Bro, I got them all. I got them Steph, all. Steph, Ray J. Yeah, with Ray J as well. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, uh, Danny Green. Danny Green, yeah. yeah. So I think it was more of a respect thing. He's like, you guys did your thing. Exactly. Didn't, didn't bother us. You guys just worked. And, and you know, and he's kind of just, and, and, I, and I think his boy, his, his dude that was like his, his uh, assistant at the time with new, and he's just like, yeah, I'll get you yep. guys with me. You know, we're like, oh, cool. You know, we're not, if you, you know, if but, you're so like, cause yeah. it's, it, it's also good for us uh, marketing wise, because unfortunately you need proof in the pudding to, to get certain places sometimes. And to have a picture and knowing that it's just like a personal picture like that, you know, help, helps the cause. Exactly. And also too, like in our line of work, man, like 99% of the time, Nobody's going to talk to you. And if they do, it's usually just like being rude or we didn't do something right. Yeah. So for somebody, somebody of that caliber to shout us out, give us love, take a picture, you know, those, those, and that was like, what, six years ago. So we, we still remember that six, maybe. Yeah. Six years ago. Yeah. Uh-oh. So that night, end of the night, you meet little Jay. Meet Lil J. Lil J had these little light up shoes on. Little J at the time yeah. was Logic's assistant. Yeah, he was. He was Logic's assistant at the time. He was at the party. I didn't say nothing to him. And he just came, hey, bro, what's up? You do security? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, dope. I'm with, I'm with Danny. He's, he's, with, he's really good friends with Danny Green. Danny Green, yeah. And he's with Danny. And then I'm like, oh, okay. I gave him my contacts. I was like, yo, let me know if Danny ever needs security or anything like that. Let me know. And he's like, I got you, bro, bro. Because he didn't tell me he worked for Bob at the time. I didn't know. Again, everybody who's listening to this, when we say Bob, it's Logic. Yeah. So I forget, <laughs> yeah. So... Um, he didn't tell me he worked for him, so I didn't know. And I get a, I get a, I, you know, I had his number, he had mine. I just, you know, checking in, bro. Hope all's well. Hope, you know, not trying to bug. Then he hit me. He's like, yo, uh, Danny might need security. So, you know, if you need, I'm going to hit him and ask him. He had Danny Green and talked to Danny Green for a little bit, a while. And Danny Green was like, you know, I don't think I'm, I'm there yet. But if I do, um, you know, I'll definitely keep you in mind. It was a great feeling. I felt like, oh, dope, you know. Um, so time goes by. I'm still at Nobu. Still, you know, Kardashians come in here and there, or you know, basketball player LeBron. Mm-hmm. I mean, I met LeBron, Drake, Rihanna, mm-hmm. all at Nobu, and um, it's crazy. It's a crazy feeling to know. I, I remember I had to tell one time 
LeBron's, I don't know if he's still a security, the older cat that he had. Oh, yeah, he's been ago. with them since he was 18. Yeah, and very nice guy, but I remember the staff was a little up, not upset, but, you know, they don't like you taking pictures with with fans, or they don't like fan. you know, there's no fans can take pictures with, with people there. Like, And yeah. there's some random people eat or, uh, eating, and then they saw LeBron, and they went up, and they took pictures, and I had to tell LeBron security, like, hey, like, you know, it's just a policy just because it's like, you know, uh, that's dope because LeBron took the picture and he was fine with it. But it just doesn't help because now everybody's going to want to take a picture. Of course, it's domino effect. So I had to tell him and it was just like, I got to tell this guy, you know, but he was a really nice guy. He understood. He was just like, yes, yeah, you know, it's just going to get crazy, man. He's like, yeah. And then sure enough, more people were starting to come up and I just kind of had to stand by the table and make sure they, they you know, I'm just like, hey, yeah, you know, you know, what was crazy. I remember I remember. When we were at Nobu and the Soho's, you and I were the only people that like the management or even like the regulars would come in and they and they would both tell us like you guys are gonna get picked up, you guys are gonna yeah. get picked up. It's a great feeling. Yeah, because there was a lot of guys, a lot of security who would go in there, and like Jordan and myself, we wouldn't get intimidated. We would actually make conversation because we're like, well, what's the point of us just standing there doing our job yeah. when we can still do our job, but also. Yeah. build a network yeah. and I remember talking to like you know the the security of like the Rihanna's the LeBron's and stuff like that and mm-hmm. they were saying you guys will get picked up you guys will get picked up and before you know it little Jay hit you back yeah no you the craziest thing is even before the little Jay thing I worked a party so Robin Thicke used to always go to Nobu. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. I forgot about he that. Used story. to always go to Nobu. Very nice. He, he no security, but he he's just like kind of like a local. And we would talk about basketball, all these things. He was just a really nice guy. And uh, you know, I told him I was just like, hey man, like um, I know the guy Al that that does your security, and because I think he brought it up, and I was like, I think I, I see him like on Instagram, and I see he does other stuff. I'm like, hey, I mean, if you're willing and able, and you want to tell him, like, I'm I'm down to. You shot your shot. I shot my shot. Was that your first? Was that your first shot that you that you ever took with the, with the celebrity? Um, because now you got me thinking about mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, no, the the dude that used to be with Brianna all the time, the heavier set black dude. Yeah, the ex football player. Yeah, he was always really nice, and she was always really nice. Yep. I mean, she'd say hello and all these things, and he would always be like, "Yo, if I need." But I think the biggest issue was I didn't carry. You're right. They always like someone to to carry that's able to carry a firearm. Yeah. Obviously, you know, but legally, legally. Yeah, and uh, um, I think that was the downfall at the time. Um, so I've had a few people like, yeah, you know, I'll keep you in mind in a way, but that was the downfall. But when it came to when I was talking to Robin Thicke, he was like, yo, I'll, t- I'll hit my guy out. Like, I'll let him know because he's like, I-, I like how you work. He was really cool because I, I I worked, I was very firm and stern on, on a lot of things. You know, I tell people in the most respectful way, like, you can't do this or you can do this. Like, you know, I don't care if you're Kobe Bryant and I rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. I love Kobe. Mm-hmm. But and I'm just using that as a reference. But. It, it doesn't matter if you if who you are. I have to be. I have to tell you how things are. You know, and not not being disrespectful or not. Like there, I can't even remember. There's so many people that smoke in the front. You have to tell them, hey, you can't smoke, and and it's could be so and so. Yeah. But you have to tell them because it's all, it's all about your tone. It's all about your tone. If you're like you can't smoke, and you, uh, it's just like no. I just you know very polite and nice about it. And if they're not nice and polite about it, then it is just take the L and just make sure they're not doing it. And I I think we're really good at that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he, he basically is like, I'll hit my guy up. And it was some time. I, I didn't see him for a while. 
I got his number. I got his contact. Literally, and and going back to Lil J thing, um, Lil J called me one day. It was like, hey, Logic needs um, a security to go on tour with him. And then I was like, what, really? I was like, yeah, when? Like, you know? And he's like, um, I'll let you know. I was like, all right, cool. Literally 10 minutes later, Bob texts me. I was like, I thought it was fake. I'm like, and I hit Jay. I'm like, yo, is this really logic that just hit me? And he was like, yeah, yeah. And but that's how Bob Bob works. Yep. He likes to know exactly who you are. We like if you're a good person. All, you know, that's just how his. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and he hit me on his birthday, January twenty second, two thousand sixteen. Damn. Yeah, and I was, and then I knew it was the guy's birthday because I, I knew a little bit of all logic. So I was like, uh, I wish I had the text messages. I don't think I have them to my old phone. But I was just like. um, he was like, "Hey man, I heard a lot about you. I'd love to meet you when I when I get back home." They were in like Pittsburgh or something. He was doing a show, so I was like, "Yeah, for sure." And then I was like, "Happy birthday, by the way!" <laughs> 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 and then and then he's like, "Oh, thanks, man." And then and then like a week later, or they they get back and I meet him at his old spot. And he he's I just see this little wiry kid. He's interviewing me. I'm on the couch and he's just walking back and forth. Pacing, 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 <laughs> and then he's just interviewing me. That's how he and and long story short, it all went well. But I knew I was gonna get the job. But, but now looking back at Bob, it's funny. He's like, he's like, so you do this, da da, and he was like talking to me, and then he was like, if you get the job, he kept saying that if you get the job, and I was like, yeah, no, for sure, I know it's not guaranteed. He's like, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Da da da. Ask you know my rate, my money, and all this stuff, and he's like, if if you get the job. But I felt like he was saying it so much. I was like, "Oh, this nigga want to hire me," but he doesn't want he doesn't want me to go home and do something stupid, mess it up. But yep. I was like, "All right, cool." And then, uh, uh, literally that that night, he he hit me. He's like, "Yo, you're hired." Blah blah. But what was the big issue? You remember the big issue? Passport. I didn't have a passport. Yeah, Jordan didn't have <laughs> a first passport. Show, the first show was in Vancouver. I didn't have a passport. Uh, I remember. I remember. I you- was shitting bricks. I remember you called me you're like yo. I just got I just got the job, but Pep, I don't have a passport. We got to figure it out. I remember we we both went online. We figured it out. Dude. We're like, oh, you you can uh, expedite it. I and then you ended up going to L A. So what happened was I expedited it, but it wasn't going to come fast enough since I expedited it. So I had to go to L A. office and have them cancel the expedited. And then I had to do it there in person. But I waited like seven hours, yep. dog. I remember it you had a, you had a call out of work. Yeah, at, at Oxnard School District, and then I remember, I remember, because I was in contact with Momberg at the time, and I'm like, and Momberg was so stern. I was like, "Fuck this guy!" <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck this dude!" I'm like, "Who is this guy?" He's a tour manager. Yeah, he's just tour manager. He was so stern. I wish I had some of those text messages. He was like, but then, but then, what was dope was Bob had said, "Hey, I already fuck with you enough to where um, we would just get you a hotel at the border, and you would just miss that one show." And by the time we tour and go to Canada, because we'd have to go to Canada again, like Toronto. Yeah. Once we get up to Toronto, you'll have your, you can, you, someone will be able to mail your passport by then. Because yeah. the, the tour was two months. Exactly. That was uh, Endless Summer or was it Tits? No, that was right before Endless Summer. That was the, um, the, incredible, incredible. the incredible True Story. Yeah. Tits. Tits. <laughs> so yeah, it all, it all ended up working out. Um and that's how the story began, bro. That's crazy. So Jordan, that's, so I remember Jordan's taking off and I remember him. It was like, we made it. Yeah. We made it, but you were so nervous. I was nervous. You were nervous. I remember uh I remember Kristen, my fiance and me, we took Jordan out to dinner. 
right before he took off on tour. Remember that I went to Anaba? Yeah. And I gave you that chain. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, man. Like I was could, rocking it. You heavy, were rocking it heavy. Stuff. I was like, it was a Jesus piece. It was <laughs> yeah, a little, little Jesus piece. piece. Yeah, like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, go handle business. And I remember we, we would text every day and you would tell me where you're at. And at the time I was working for, was it with Larry Flint or with Miley? Not, yeah, Miley. I was Miley. Yeah. So I was working with her. I got luckily. I got I got hooked. I got hooked up working uh, residential for Miley Cyrus. And I remember you and me talking. And I was working overnights. And I was just like, "This sucks. This sucks." Yeah. Not because like the client, but just because you know I'd work overnights. I'd work twelve hour twelve hour nights. Plus I had a day job during the day. Mm-hmm. And then you know I was like low key happy for Jordan, but I was jealous because Jordan's like, "Oh yeah, like I'm in." Chicago or I'm in Florida or I'm in overseas or something. And I'm like, damn, I'm over here just chilling. And also too, I was working on my master's. That's right. Yeah. So I was, I was going to school, doing my homework at night while doing security. Then I was teaching during the day. And I remember just telling him, I'm like, yo, I can't do this anymore. And luckily through our friend, Dom, Mm -hmm. Dominique, she came through and gave, gave me an opportunity to work for Larry Flint. So I did that for six months, but the whole time you and me were talking, you and yeah. me were talking, you and me were talking. And I was telling Jordan, I was like, don't get me wrong. I love doing private, you know, private security for, for Larry Flint. But at the same time too, man, it was just, it just didn't, didn't click, didn't click. It didn't yeah. click. And, um, I had quit. Yeah. I quit. Went back to my old teaching job. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, because because every time I would say Bob would say something and then like it's just funny because Bob works differently. I can't just say have I have a friend you should hire him. You know. Yeah. So every time Bob would say something that was relatable or I can throw you in, I'd be like, yeah, my boy Pep does that too. You know what I'm <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. my boy Pep. Da, da, da. And then one day he's like, bro, you want me to meet your friend or what? And I was like, that'd be cool. <laughs> so he came. Remember he came over to that the house. I came over. Yeah, you came yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, I came over. I remember I remember telling I remember telling Jordan, I go, You made should, it. Should, yeah, but I was like, I was like, what should I wear? What should we talk about? What should da, 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 da? he's like, bro, just be yourself, be yourself. And I remember after all this time, we, we I get to I get to Logic's house, to Bob's house, and Jordan's like, All right, let's go get something to eat. Yeah. So we end up going to In and, and Out. And um <laughs> I'm over here like nervous. I'm like, damn, I'm in the car with Jordan, I'm in the car with Logic. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And um, I remember I came with the Dodgers hat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember the Dodgers hat. And all of a sudden, Logic's like, hey, so you like the Dodgers food? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like joking. Like, like yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, all right, this guy's joking around. And after that, I was like, all right, this dude's a normal person. Yeah. So then after that, you know, we we kicked it. And then we all, I mean, oh, I just... Started coming through. You just started coming through. It'd be like, it'll be, it was a thing to where I'd do something or I think he knew that like, cause remember Cause I, he knew I, lived, that I, did, he, I lived, I lived with Bob. At yeah. Time. But he also, he also knew I did security. He knew you did security, but then he also thought he also was like, I mean, you're, you're kind of like a friend in a way too. You're cool to be around. So he's like, why not just have him? you like, yo, let's go somewhere, 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 somewhere. If you want to invite Pep, tell Pep you can yep. come. And then, and then that's how it started happening. And then we'd have events. Then we had the, the, uh, the was it Scotch Wednesdays? Scotch Wednesdays, yeah. We everybody would dress in suits, suits play pool, and that's um, when everybody everybody flew in one Wednesday. Like everybody, yeah. Redrick was there, 
Fleisch was there. How about that? Uh, Mikey was there. Christian was there. Like yeah. everybody was there. So yeah. I was able to meet all the guys, and I think I made a good impression at the time. Yeah, and that's just how it happened. And I remember my birthday. Yep, I was gonna say that. My birthday. Uh, they surprised me and took me to bowling pins. Bob took me to dinner, and then we went to bowling pins, and then. Uh, I think Bob hit you on the side and was like, yo, you want to come? And then, you know, because, you know, he wanted to have someone there, too. Like a security. So I can, you know, get lit. So I was, um, we got lit, and it was just a good time. Yeah, and I, like, low-key, I, like, wor- I worked. Yeah, yeah. I, wor- I worked knowing that it was your birthday, but I was like, all right, if I know. You put a good impression, too. Yeah, if I knew the security mentality was like, all right, if, if, if his security's having a good time, he's not going to have security. Exactly. So, I, so I had to do my thing. And exactly. Left a good note. Um. Damn, what year was that? You were twenty. You turned twenty five. Maybe twenty six. That was that was twenty sixteen. The end of twenty sixteen, December twenty second. So maybe twenty seven. I don't, bro. These years are blurred. Blur. Blur. So yeah. Long story short, um, that's when Bob was like, you know, he's getting to level, and you know, kids were starting to show up certain places and bother and. You know, he just feels better having people around. That's when he hired you. And it was both of us. It was like Kobe and Shaq. Kobe and Shaq. I'm Kobe. I'm Shaq. That's fine. I'm just, that's fine. Kobe. I'll take Shaq. Five rings to four. Yeah, (laughs) but you know, big Aristotle. So, now that we're at the story of the logic story, right? So now you and me have been doing this now for five years. No, you're going. You're going on like year six, right? Five. You're like you're, I'm going. You're, this is my fifth year. This is like I just I started my fifth year because I got hired in twenty fifth. I got hired twenty. Yeah, twenty seventeen. So this is this is this that's is, four. Twenty seventeen. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one. Oh, so this is six. Then it's six, six for you. Goodness gracious! I know this is wild. <laughs> that is wild. Damn, six years. Best experience thus far doing what we're doing. Best experience. Because mm. in this podcast, what we talk about is I like to talk about everyone's story, their come up, and then after that, I like to give the listeners like some some. You know, just some dope content yeah. about like, oh, what you do, what your life, and also like some experiences, you know, because the cool part is like, we live a very 1% life. Just yeah. like when I was talking to Juan, and Juan was telling me about like the art that he's drawn, the merch that he's drawn, yeah. you know, what he's done for albums. So, like in yours, like what's like your like highlight that you can, or your like top two, three highlights that you think about off, off bat? I have a lot, but I think. Biggest, like the dopest one might be... I bet you I know, I bet you I know. Bryson? No, I forgot about that. (laughs) Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say say meeting Kobe. But yo... No, but that's one. That's definitely one of them. But this is... is, So so one of them was... There's... I have have three. Okay. Yeah, I love it. So, So one of them was... Bryson. I remember Bob Bryson who? Tiller. Lived Bryson at, he Tiller. lived at his old house and Bob was like, Bob was like, yo, someone's going to be at the door, answer it, and then have him come to the back. And I was like, all right. Because what people don't know is Jordan had an alter ego. <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Bo Tiller. <laughs> <laughs> he 
<laughs> you love Bryson Tiller. I love Bryson. That's the, yeah, Bryson's the GOAT to me. Bryson Tiller has changed music as a whole. Like, 100%. just just has, you know, obviously not at the level Drake did, but when it comes to, like, sing rap, he, he uh, all these kids are his son. I'm sorry. It just, it just really is. And he doesn't get enough credit. So... Yeah, 2015, I was straight Bryson. I would try to dress like him and everything, bro. It was terrible. I was too big to be dressing like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the first time I met Bryson was Bob was just like, yo, answer the door. Um, someone will be there. Make sure you come to the back to the to where the old house was. I was like, all right, answer the door. And Bryson's still standing there. And I'm like, and then he was like, he walked in. He was like, Should I? I'm like, yeah, I'll t- take you. And <laughs> took him to the back uh, where Bob was there playing pool. And I was just like a fly on the wall, just listening. Like, damn, Bryce is tired. That's hard. Um, and then, you know, he chilled for a little bit and then left. And I was like, man, it's so dope. Um, years fast forwarding to that, years later, 2019. Yep. In Minnesota. And min- randomly in Minnesota, we're on this flight. And then I Bob and, Bob and Pepper in the front. And I'm like, uh, like three or four rows behind. Mm-hmm. And I might have been Bob that texted me did you text me it was me and yeah. I, told, I was like yo bryson's on this flight and i was like what and then he's like bryson's on this flight and then bob try you know bobby and bob bob, bob was just like we had we always have um you know everything set up when we're at the airport yeah so he told bryson he's like yo come with us you're right yeah because yeah. bryson was just doing his like i guess i i don't want to call it like normal but like regular citizens like yeah, they just, just walking walk. through yeah but um but he came with us, and then I was in the car. I was like, what's the car? It, but the long story, he's just, bro, he's so cool. Then Bob, and then I don't like asking people for pictures because, you know, you want to stay as professional as possible. But Bob was, like, in the in the cut, like, hey, Bryson, you want to take a take a picture of my homie? Like, And then Bryson was like, yeah, for sure. But I was like, I have that picture. Oh, in front of the hotel? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to post it. I haven't posted you it. You should. I haven't posted because, it. Because, yo, and then what about the next day? Oh, and the next day he came out and performed. At the festival, and then he chilled with us in the green room. He was telling us everything. Yeah, because and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna come out and sing it." <laughs> <laughs> I remember you were like, I remember everyone was like, kind of like nervous. And don't get me wrong, I love Bryson, but I was like, "Oh, yeah. I'm the I'm the question guy." Yeah. So then I go in there and I see him chilling. I'm like, "Yo, Bryson, what song are you gonna sing?" Yeah. And he said, uh, "What song he, was it? What, what was the first one?" He did. Uh, don't. I think he did exchange. It was exchange. Yeah, yeah, because of how how it comes out, yeah, yeah. and then I, and then he's like, if they fuck with it, I'll do don't, yeah. And I remember he was cut. Oh no, it's not don't. It's leave me. I forgot what it's called. I thought I it was don't. No, no, oh. he he didn't do don't. He did. He did. Um, I remember he was like, oh, if they fuck with me, I'll play it. And of course, all the females go nuts over it, and then it's fucking. Was this one? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Was it? Was Let it me see. No, I was like trying to figure it out. I just remember we were in, we were in the uh Yup, yup. When he did that joint, I was this like shit, I was yeah. on stage like this. Yo, it was, no, it's funny because you see what Bob did when when he was singing and he was like then Bob that Bob was like that going like this and he had the mic and he goes to pass it to, to you. me for like six seconds and I was like Yeah, and he's like psych. <laughs> yeah, we're we're on stage, we're on stage doing our job protecting logic. And all of a sudden, Bryson comes out, and we're like, what's funny is Jordan and me, we're trying to act, I mean, we're, we're doing our job, but Jordan and me are such, like, music heads and R&B heads, we're, like, trying not to vibe out, and of course, Logic does the Logic movement, yeah. tries to, like, have you sing, and he's like, nah. Yeah, that was funny. That shit was dope. 
Damn, that was a fun night. And then the next one for me, yeah, would be when Bob was like making fun of me on Twitter or something like that. Um, about like, cause cause I'm a huge Kenlani fan. I love Kenlani, and I and he made fun of me and said something, and then like. She saw it and then hit me back. Was like, "Oh, so sweet," and then followed me. And I was like, <laughs> "Bro, bro, okay, Lonnie." Yeah, so I slid real quick. <laughs> I was like, "Cause we we're talking like a book," and I slid real quick. I was like, "Oh, thank you for the follow, blah." She's like, "Oh, no problem." Da da da. And I was like, "Yeah, what what book you reading right now?" And she was like, "Oh, I read that book so good." Da da da. And I was just trying. I was trying. <laughs> but that made my that made it. Did anything happen after that? No. Yeah. No. I think- hey, if you see me now, girls. <laughs> I was a little heavy back then. <laughs> Let's go. I'll shoot my shot. Uh, but then, yeah. And, and then the third, the, one? the third one is Kobe. Kobe. Let's let's hear that. Um, we were at the Allen show. And then Kobe was promoting kids book, right? I think it was. I think it was a, I think it was a kids book he was promoting or something. And Bob was performing. Bob was performing and basically when I, I think, yeah, Bob was performing and Kobe was on the show. Bob was just performing. I think he was on the show for a little bit too, but he was in the green room next to us and uh, Bob knew Bob was like, all right. So Bob went up there and he's like, Hey, you know, um, set it up to Kobe. And I think Kobe's daughters are huge fans. And, um. Yeah, Kobe Bob right off the bat was like, "Yo, my boy loves you. He's, you're his idol." Blah blah. blah. And bro, I couldn't even look Kobe in the eye. It was the wildest thing. And to the point where he was like, "Come on, bro. Like, keep your head up. Look at me." You know, I still had my head down. He gave me a hug. Uh, he said some nice things, and he was really trying to have a conversation. And I really wasn't trying to have a conversation. It was the funniest thing. Now looking back at it, I wish I did, but I was so nervous and scared. So I just, I kind of just took what I could take. Like I was, yeah. Uh, I you remember he was trying to have a conversation, kind of. You could tell he's like, "Oh, what's up, man?" Oh yeah. And I was like, not trying to have the conversation. That was like, but it was bro, it was an amazing thing. R.I.P. Kobe, man. Still, still messes oh, yeah, messes yeah. with us to this day. Still, yeah, he was. Damn. Yeah, he that just so he wild. just did so much for. That was for, actually one of my questions. I was actually gonna, I was gonna ask you about it because, what did Kobe mean to you? Because I know. Your household is very much like my household, where it's like it was the Lakers through and through. Like I think that was the only way my dad and me had a relationship was yeah. off the Lakers. So yeah, I'm sure same, was- same. Me and my dad love the Lakers. I remember one time I said something bad about Kobe, like like uh, how Kobe maybe not lost the game or did something, and my dad flipped out on me. He was like, "That's like one of my sons." I'm like, "Nigga, I'm your son." What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, 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 what were you at when Kobe passed? I was in my apartment, uh, my my apartment in LA, my old apartment, and um, I just remember seeing a t- was it D that hit us? Yeah, yeah, He's, yeah. Uh, the, the TMZ. Yeah, he's like, did y'all see this crazy thing on TMZ? And I looked, and it was just still happened to be up, and I was like, nah, this ain't true. And then I redid it again, and it was gone. Like I rebuffed it, or yep, yep. and it was gone. So I was like, oh, maybe that was an accident because it's gone. But come to find out, it was true. It was just gone because those, you know, idiots. Yeah, know. there's there's something where like, no, what ha- what happened was, you know, the 
police officers. Yeah, that's that what it was. Working, or the sheriffs that were working. They sent, didn't they send out like pictures or text they messages that it was Kobe? Stuff, yeah, and it's you know as a professional and doing something like that, that's a big no no. Yeah. No matter what your profession you're in, you can't because do that. like with us, like we have to either sign NDAs. We have people sign NDAs, but like which is the non-disclosure agreement, but I'm sure in law enforcement, it's, that shit's just like, that shit's just... It's a no-go. It's you a no-go. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. So the fact that they let information out like that, especially about Kobe... Yeah. So Tim, TMZ got a hold of it, of course, and posted it like idiots. And, yep. and and they were they had to take it down because it just wasn't right. But yeah, it was sad. I cried. I cried for a minute. Oh, that, shit was, that shit was wild. I think it's funny because like, there's only a few a few events that I remember that like, Oh, where were you at? Like, where were you at when like nine 11 hit? Where were you at when president Barack Obama got elected? Where were you at? BC, do you remember that? I was actually at my house. Really? I was, I, at, I was at BC with Danny Benson and they were playing there and he started playing young Jeezy. My yep. president is black. <laughs> I remember, I remember, uh, I remember being at my parents' house cause I was the first year that I was allowed to, uh, vote. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I remember we were sitting there with my parents, and my dad was crying. And for me, I was like, "This is dope. This is dope." And but my dad, being you know uh, an immigrant and like getting citizenship out here, he was crying, and he was like, "You don't. If you don't know, you you'll you'll know as you get older. Like this Jeez. will forever mm-hmm. change change the the demographic of the United States because you have an African American who's now running for president." Yeah. And then we just got into talking about obviously slavery and then obviously like my dad coming from third world country. So that right there was like nuts. And that was my first and that was my first and actually not, not, not my only time, but that was, I was so focused in that election because yeah. what they did then was mm-hmm. they just focused on the young generation, you the know, young generation. Yeah, that's, yeah. Really no, that's it was crazy when that happened. Doc. Um, I want to know your biggest what was your biggest like? What's been your biggest downfall? Because I know, like, in this in this career, you know, and I'll talk it like in my career. I mean, in our career, but I'll talk it on on my behalf. You know, being gone so much, missing so many events. You know, yeah. being being. Don't get me wrong. We live we live a great job. We live yeah. a crazy career. We live the one percent career. But I know, like, being gone for six months, four months. Even yeah. though we're traveling the world, we're, yeah. we've been—I mean, Jordan and I coming from Ontario County, we've been able to see Hawaii, we've been able to see Japan, we've been places. able to see overseas. But also, too, is like we're also human, so we miss birthdays, we miss birthdays, anniversaries, I, funerals, fucking graduations. So, yeah. what was your biggest like? I guess rough moment in this career so far. I would say, yeah, I would say relationship wise too. I mean, just like. Being hard to find, you know, we're human. Hard to find people, women that are comfortable with you being gone because they're like, "Oh, you tour? Like, no, oh, you work." And I'm like, "Bro, I work for he's not like you know what I mean." Oh, 100 percent. You but, work. You work for a rapper. Yeah, you work for yeah, a rapper, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But people, you know, some some women don't understand that, or or or, or, or it's just they think differently. Of I course, think that's for me as a 31 year old man. I'm still trying to find that balance of like, you know them people understand because you don't want you don't want to you know get a girl that's like oh you work oh that's dope like and i'm like it definitely ain't like that yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like like i work a regular job like you girl i save my money and i invest and i and i play it smooth i'm not st- i'm not doing no stunting out here exactly you know like i did it so so sometimes women want to see that and i'm just like that's not me 
But um, I say that and, and birthdays and missing events, family events and stuff sure. is the hardest thing. But I think that now I found a fine, fine balance of not caring too much about those things and just living in the moment and understanding that, that you know, keeping in contact, constant contact with family and friends will just benefit you in a whole instead of not being there for a birthday or a holiday. So that, you know? that transitions me to my next question, which is how were you able I know we've talked about this. We talk about this on the fucking daily. Yeah. But for the viewers out there or the people who want to like get into this field, like how have you been able to find balance in your work life and personal life? I've been able to find the first. Honestly, I just really this is six years in the making, but I found balance off of just reactivating Instagram. Not having Instagram for how long I didn't have it. Yeah, for a minute. Help me FaceTime people. Call people. Yes. I didn't, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing that. I was FaceTiming, calling people, having real constant conversation. I go to Starbucks by my apartment and I'm having a a 20 minute conversation with the barista. I don't even know the girl and I'm not sitting there flirting with her, just having a conversation. Before you live through a a, a screen where a girl sees 45,000 followers or whatever it is and that's the constant communication you have with the person. Yeah. Because it always, yeah, because now they're judging you. Off of that. Off of that. And it, and it sucks because I know, I mean, we're human. We judge people off of, oh, you got 100 friends versus you got 45,000, you yeah. got 16,000. Yeah. It sucks. But that's like, that's why I commend you for being off social media for so long because you, you, you found that like, take away the numbers, take away the comments. Yeah. Everyone has a story. Yeah. You know, and, and that's yeah. where you and me both talk about it. Like, that's why, that's what Pep talks about. That's why the, the podcast is here. That's why the web series is here. It's like putting, it's finding out the story of anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even, even now, like talking to women, it's like, let's meet up. Let's have coffee. Let's go out to eat. Are you in friends? Let's grab a beer. This Instagram thing is not, I'm at a, I'm at a great place now with Instagram because I was able to understand myself and now I can go back and understand like, this isn't real life. Hell yeah. It's not real life. And when I say that constantly, I understand it. I've only been back for like a week, but at the end of the day, now I'm like, I know now that's not real life. It's dope. I can, you know, communicate with people and, you know, a lot of actors and rappers and people that follow us. It's it's like, it's good. It's good for networking. Networking. It's like, Oh, dope. You know, you can talk to this, you know, hit, hit, hit a artist in DM be like, Oh, some, some, can I get this started? You know, as a homie, like um, some homie things. And it's dope to do that. But, Whatever happened to a phone call or just meeting up, grabbing a beer or something like that. Exactly. That's where I got back to and I'm like, this is where I need to stay. So that that right there is like your number one balance as of right now? That's that's pretty much my balance. And jujitsu. You introduced yeah. me to that. Was it 20, 2018? I have a picture, 2018. It's me, you, and Nick Willard. Shout out to Nick Willard. Shout out to Nick Willard, our first professor. Yeah. Hell yeah. Grassroots. Grassroots. Um, Shout out to Professor Johnny as well. Professor Johnny. So we got our blue belts too. We did. And now we're under Professor Gabriel Argus, three-time champ. Gracie, Gracie Baja. Gracie Baja. Hell yeah. My neck hurts. Just <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Um. All right, here we go. Got some, got some, I got some of my own questions. And then I also did a survey with a couple of the homies and they sent me some questions. Oh, for me? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to hit you with a couple serious ones and then okay. we'll go from there. Okay. Your greatest fear. My greatest fear. Uh, my greatest fear is to leave without a legacy. Your secret talent. My secret talent. 
If you don't say what I think you're going to say, then I'll say it for you. But what's yours? I don't know. What is it? First off, you already know. This is the obvious one. You can sing. Yeah. You can sing. But I, I feel like people kind of know a little yeah, bit. But that's a, also, too, you can play the drums. Kind of. You can play the drums. Kind of. A little yeah. bit. A little yeah, kind of. You got some Travis Barker in you. Um, what else? I know you got something else. Secret Talents. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'll say this. I mean, I mean, it's not secret, but I, I'm able to write music without writing it down now. That's, a, I made a song last night where it was just like, didn't write a single. I don't want to say it's a t- it's just something that I'm learning. No, but that's know? dope though. The yeah. only, the, you know what's funny? The only, there's two people who I heard about doing that and there's one person who I've seen doing that. Mm-hmm. So obviously Jay-Z has never wrote down lyrics for a yeah. while. DMX, the same thing. RIP. But, do you remember seeing YG in the studio? Were you there when YG was in the I studio? I wasn't, but you were telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, he was in the studio, and he and I remember somebody's like, oh, you need, where's your phone? French is like that, too. French is like that, too, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I don't need a pen, and he just, and just, he started rapping his, his shit. That shit was dope. I mean, Bob does it, too, but I think Bob just, I think Bob writes his lyrics in his phone, so he could maybe able to translate them later. well also too because i've but, there's but, several times well, where i see him like yeah he'd be like just rapping and I'm, I'm like where's your phone there's nothing but i just his mind is just his so mind, like, that's the thing is like and that with with bob is his lyrics aren't fucking like joe blow go whoa like his yeah. shit is like encyclopedia fucking hit you in the face type shit yeah. so it's like when he comes when he starts doing that shit it's like oh, there's a reason why his 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 Wait, before we say anything I have to plug Bob's book that's coming out. Logic's book's coming out. This is true. I don't know if this is going to be released before or after, but I mean, it'll probably be released. It, before. He already, well, he already put the, uh, he already put the pre-order out for it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, oh, saying, yeah. No, I'm not giving nothing away on it. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's the, it, yeah, we both read we it. We both read it. And it's a, and, and it's an amazing book. It is. It, it's, it'll it's, make you cry. Okay. Bye. It'll make you cry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a great, great book. It is. Great book. Yeah, it's just intense. Very great yeah. book. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. Try to keep my job. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? Um, I'd be. So th- here's the thing: I already do music professionally. That's what I tell myself. Hundred percent. Because I'm doing it. It's just at the level I'm doing it at. If I wasn't doing this, I'd be touring the world and I'd be doing music. Hell yeah! And that's a confidence thing. I got one more on my end and then I'll go into yeah. the homies. Um, what do you think is your strongest attribute as a person? I think my strongest attribute, which I didn't have for a couple years, which I'm okay to admit is um, bringing energy to whatever situation. I think you do that daily. You always, you're always able to do that. But uh-huh. I think that um, through, through the years I lost touch of that. And I think that I was just in, I was more of just like, I'm tough, you know? Yeah. You got it. You got it. You, you know gotta, what I mean? Yeah, I think you, these last, this last, that since I've been off Instagram, almost close to a year, I've learned a lot about myself. Extra credit point for me, or extra credit question for me. What is, what did COVID help you out with? Cause obviously we both have our jobs, we both kept our yeah, jobs. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to Bob for that. But also yeah. too, 
we didn't travel as much. What did you learn? I feel like during COVID, people either, people obviously learned a lot about themselves, whether yeah. it be good or bad. Yeah. I know you, what did you learn about yourself? Um, I learned more, I learned more out of COVID. I mean, it's still, I mean, yeah. Okay. So during this time I was off social media, it's still COVID, right? Yeah. You would say. Yeah. So I would say I learned how to love myself. Really, Ooh, I love that. Yeah, it's the most. You, I think it's just understanding more about yourself and understanding that you don't need to be around people to feel better or, or feel loved or yep. feel or feel things. You know, I think that's what, what what it was for me. I love it. All right, here we go. These were sent by who? I want to know who. Well, I'm gonna tell you right Is now. It one J Fly for sure, huh? No, 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 okay. no, no. I only hit up. I hit up two people who I knew would give us. Great questions and funny questions as well. It's D. It's D for sure. I D, Pinkard, <laughs> and my brother Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> so D, D asked, what moment made you realize that there's more to life than what was shown to you growing up in South Oxnard? What moment? Yeah, what was the moment that, that fucking hit you in the face and you were like, there's more? Man. That's I, a great question. That's an amazing question. Yeah. I have I have a couple if, if that's, I mean. Give me the, give me the, the biggest one. Um, or give me both shit if you if you, yeah. can't, if you can't figure it one of the two yeah right? I would say I would say Japan was a huge huge one and go, going to Japan and seeing the difference of cultures and being somewhere else made me realize like there's more than just being in South Oxnard yeah and obviously that's later down the line I think that was big but I think the first initial one was when I started working at Nobu and I started to see people I saw on TV and, you know, the first ever person ever I saw was Rihanna. That was the first celebrity, like person I saw in remember, person. Remember every night, either you get off of work, or I get off of work and we text each other like, yo, I work with this person. Yeah. Or I get, nice. Yeah. This person's nice. Or hey, I was able to slip. I remember I was, I was able to slip a card. Remember we made, we made cards. <laughs> we made <laughs> <laughs> Bowl the bodyguard. Here you go. Bowl the bar- big pet. Here you right. go. We made. We made. We Let made. me know if you need my services. Yeah. I drive this uh, Chrysler Sebring, but I'll fit you in there if you need right home. I'm in this Nissan 2005 <laughs> Nissan Altima. Yeah, we were working for a company, but we made our own personal security yeah. cards, even though technically we weren't supposed to. But we weren't supposed to. Um, Jesus, Jesus said, "Who was my older brother?" When you saw the older homies not be everything they could be. How did that make you feel and or motivate you? Man, that motivated me a lot. It made, it made me understand that there's so much more to life. That That's where the music thing comes in. I'm not the best singer. I'm not the best uh, uh, writer. But if you want to do something, you can do it. And it shows like watching, watching people pass away, friends of mine, seeing people um, in jail, seeing people struggle. Mm-hmm. It makes me appreciate each day. Like now, every day I get up in the morning, I can feel foggy or not feel foggy, but I, I'm I'm blessed to be alive. And that's what I that's how I start my days every day. And if I'm not able to do that, I think that, that comes from unhappiness, you know? Yeah. You have to appreciate every second that you have. If you don't appreciate the seconds you have, then then I just feel like you know, you're living in the past or in the future. You just live in the now. Live in the moment, which is hard. Yeah, I'm. I, I think that I'm. I'm getting really comfortable and better at it. 
I'm I'm at the point where I'm like comfortable of just like being free, dog. Like right now, I don't know. I might go streaking or something. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What would D said? What would you tell? What would Jordan tell his ten year old self today? Like, bro, you about to be buff. Shoot your shot at anything. No, I was kidding. <laughs> I was. I would say I would tell myself to just keep going. Like, don't live in fear. I I live I I lived in fear for a very long time. Of like, I played so much, so many things safe. Even even yeah, just every situation. What do you mean by that though? What do you mean play safe? I played I played things safe as like didn't take risks. You know, remember I had a YouTube channel for a while. I did that. That was a risk I took. Um, but it took me a very long time to start the YouTube channel. Yeah, you started vlogging. Music. Music videos. Music, like, even doing music took me a while. Now I'm like, bro, I make a song a night. It might not ever come out. I might not be out, but it's just going to make you better. It makes me feel good. Like, it's therapy. It's therapy. Um, my thing is just keep going, like, really keep going. There's, like, there'll be days. Have you ever had a day where you're just like, yo, what is going on? You feel like the world is coming down on you? Oh, yeah. And then the next day you're turning up with Kristen and you're like, bro, what was I tripping on? Yeah. I it's, think it's never, this, this is what my, my coach would tell me from um, Coach Hughes. He would always tell us, and this is what, what really resonated with me. He would always say, it's never as bad as it seems. Damn, that's real. And at, at, bro, he, he, you'd be in a trap. They'd be trying to get you. You know, you, you'd, it'd be three against one. And he's always like, take a deep breath. It's never as bad as it seems, even jujitsu. Yep. You're in this crazy position and you feel like you you can't breathe or you're you're claustrophobic or but you you breathe through it and you're like, it's never as bad as it seems. You know what I mean? And I'm I have that mentality when something bad happens or something something that doesn't go my way happens. I always tell myself it's never as bad as it seems. I love it. And what would you give the younger generation, the younger generation, one piece of advice you would give, whether it's going to the security world, whether it's whatever, just about life advice, maybe that you never got, or maybe advice that you did get for the younger generation. I would say take risk, keep going. Like, don't be afraid. I wish I took more risk. And just like that, everybody, pep talk with Jordan Harris. Is officially done. Jordan, thanks for being here. Yes, sir. I'm about to go streaking. <laughs> We're about to actually go to jujitsu right now. And yeah, man, this was a good interview. I hope you enjoyed it. Everyone, I hope you enjoy it. And stay tuned. More to come. Peace. Understand.